0: Sumitra Naidu on Kaya FM 95.9. Right, let's get into it. Just remember, if you have any questions, please give us a call. We are going to be talking about retirement funds. There's some new rules that are coming in on the 1st of March. The number to call is 086-00-00959. You can also tweet us at Kaya FM 95.9 or at Sumitra Naidu. Okay, let's get into it. Now, several retirement fund rule reforms will come into effect on the 1st of March. That is on Monday next week. It's also being uh, uh, dubbed as Tea Day. Now, these new rules will not only standardize how benefits can be accessed across different funds at retirement, but will also facilitate the phasing out of immigration for purposes of exchange control. Let's talk to Faiza Khan now. She's a senior specialist. Uh, for Legal Marketing at Liberty. A very good evening to you, Pfizer. Thanks so much for your time. Good evening, Sumitra. Thank you so much for having me. So maybe let's just start with what are some of the changes? Let's. Uh, so we're talking about immigration and we're also talking about um, the payments, right? So let's just start with the payments. What are those changes?
1: Okay, so um, the payments are really regarding the... Um, standard uh, standardisation or um, harmonisation of provident funds.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So currently, provident funds are treated a little bit differently to pension funds and retirement annuity funds at retirement. Um, so basically, with your pension funds and your retirement annuity funds, um, at retirement, you are only allowed to take one third in cash, and the balance of the two thirds of the funds um, must be used to purchase an income Um, and provident funds have lagged behind um, this change and I mean all of this harmonization changes had already filtered through in 2016. Um, So finally this change has now come to um, pass in respect of provident funds. So from the 1st of March 2021 onwards any new contributions made to Providence Fund, as well as growth on those new contributions, will be treated the same as pension funds and retirement annuity funds, whereby one-third can be used um, or commuted as cash, and the two-third balance must then be used to purchase a compulsory annuity or
0: an income okay so Feza, you said that you know this has been in the works for a few years now they were talking about it back in 2016 um what was behind it what was the thinking behind it why did they want to make these changes i think
1: um in 2013 uh the government had released a few discussion papers looking at how to reform the entire retirement landscape Um, On the back of it was uh, largely due to the fact that um, South Africa as a whole has a poor um, a poor savings culture, and so they wanted to instil some sort of a um, of a benefit um, of harmonisation. Um, so that South Africans could save a little bit more um, for retirement. They would harmonize and standardize the way that um, contributions were treated so that you would get a tax deduction on contributions made to retirement funds. Um, And so we would save more and so that we wouldn't be a burden on our families or on the state Mm. um, at, at retirement and through our retirement years. And so in 2016, we saw the first, um, influx of the changes happening, uh, whereby um, contributions made to provident funds, for example, now um, received that tax deduction. Um, you know, so that there was this benefit. But the the flip side of it was that at that point, the provident funds were also supposed to then be treated as pension funds. Mm-hmm. So for the last um, six years, or what, five years, we've been receiving the benefit of. Of getting a tax deduction on contributions made to the provident fund, without the obligation of the one third two third split. So okay. it has been a long time coming, and so here we are, and you know finally there is this compulsory um, annualisation. Of
0: Providence Funds Afropolitans, I'm talking to Pfizer Khan Senior special, a Specialist uh, in Legal Marketing at Liberty, and we're talking about retirement funds. Some new rules ha- are coming into play, and that takes effect on the 1st of March, which is on Monday. If you have any questions for Pfizer, give us a call. If you want to know how this affects you, uh, call us on zero eight six double zero double zero nine five nine. Now, Pfizer, I think. I think maybe paint a picture for us give me an overview of what the market is looking like now in terms of where we are with retirement funds so you know i understand the thinking behind this and why they wanted to do it and we do know that a large large part of our population don't actually have any retirement funds. And these rules apply to those that actually have some sort of retirement fund, uh, a pension fund, uh, some sort of saving for when uh, they are no longer working and they re- reach retirement age. Give me an overview of what the market is, what w- what we're looking at like now in South Africa. Is that still the case? Tamisha, it is absolutely frightening. Um, I think the stats at the moment
1: are that only a mere six percent of South Africans are able to retire comfortably. Wow!
0: Um,
1: you know, South African South Africans as a whole, we have um, you, you, there, there is this the, this spending type of mentality that we seem to have, mm-hmm. and it's, and it's, gener- it's, it's, it's been for many generations. So I think a lot of us can relate to the fact that um, you know a lot of our family members. Didn't save adequately for retirement, and so at this point, they they have become a burden on on their families. Um, and a lot of the time, we see this um, you know families whereby you have uh, parents that are raising children, are needing to support those children, um, but also needing to support their parents. And, and, and I mean, that's now known as the sandwich generation. I'm sure that you've heard of that mm-hmm. concept where there, there, there is this, um, you know, this generation of people that have burdens on both sides. The, the, the flip side of that coin is that these South Africans are now, um, you know, for them to stay for retirement becomes a lot more difficult because, you know, they've got a lot of financial burden mm-hmm. on them because they are supporting um, their family members. We also have um, a concept of, of black tax, where um, you know a lot of South African families um, only have one or two family members that are employed, that are receiving an income, um, and that are the only family members that are in a position to support the entire family, the entire extended mm. family. Um, and so that again puts pressure on on that person when it comes to retirement savings. um ideally we we encourage people to start saving for retirement from their very first paycheck um and that they look at saving you know twenty percent um of their of their paycheck, whether it's voluntary saving or for retirement. I think that, you know, it's it's really good for for people to start getting into that um, mentality so that they can start saving so that they don't form part of the 6%. Um, I mean,
0: part of the 94% who cannot afford to retire. Well, I'm still, you know, I'm still stuck on the 6%. I mean, and the reason I brought this up is because I've been doing, I've been covering this for many years. And from the last time that we did this, this number was more or less the same. Um, So why are we not improving? Is there a lack of education, a lack of awareness, or is it just, down to what you were saying that we have a spending mentality in this country and we don't think about safeguarding our future yeah
1: I think that you know it's, it's, it's so difficult to, um, to accurately answer what you know the reason why people aren't saving mm. um, you, you know the other thing is that uh, you know people um, a lot of people when they leave employment and when they join another employer, they're not preserving their retirement benefits. They cash it out and then they use it on renovations or you know trying to start up a business, a you know, side hustle or whatever the case may be, Um or they just spend it. So they, I, I think that a lot of people are starting to realize that they need to start saving. So mm-hmm. it is starting to change, but it takes some time. It's not something that we're going to see overnight. Um, it is gonna only filter through down the line in a few years to come and hopefully that number does mm. um increase and in that, you know, a lot more South Africans are able um, to retire comfortably, but you're absolutely right that that number
0: hasn't changed for a number of years. I want to come back to that in a little bit because there was also there was also talk a few years ago about um, making it mandatory for all permanent employees. So the company basically would take out um, some of your money. So of course we have pension funds, but they were wanting to introduce that and make that mandatory across the board. So for employees that weren't actually um, taking out a poor and putting it away to retirement, they wanted that to actually uh, become mandatory for those companies. I don't know if that has, um, has that come to the as yet? Yes, I think that that has, and I do mm. stand
1: under correction. Um, but if I'm not mistaken, um, there, there has been uh, this uh, change in, the, in uh, thinking whereby the employers mm. would have to ensure that there is a fund, a retirement savings fund, um, at the uh, well, at the, uh, for the company for the benefit of the employees. So, if that hasn't come to pass, um, then it is in discussion. It's open for public comment. But if I'm not mistaken, I think that that has already happened, Was where it? there is this um, compulsory yeah. savings aspect that. Um, employers would have to start fulfilling
0: mm. that obligation. You know, one of the biggest challenges there now is that um the way we work as well has changed so much and even more so now that you know we have um COVID. But I think in 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 a few in the recent years, you know, freelance work has and casual work has just become so much more um for the lack of a better word, popular. So, you know, if you're not in permanent employee employment, then you wouldn't get those benefits of having a pension, uh, a pension or provident fund, right? And if you're working freelance and you're just offering your services from time to time to a company or even on a regular basis, but you're not permanently employed, that would be up to you to organize your own retirement um, annuity, for instance. Yes. Um, and, and, and that's, that's
1: so true, and I think in the past it was so difficult for, um, you know, entrepreneurs to save for retirement because the products in the past um, didn't weren't really uh, tailor-made for ad hoc contributions. Mm. So it would have had to be like monthly contributions or quarterly contributions or biannual contributions, and that was it. Um, and, you know, if you, you weren't contributing, then perhaps there would be a penalty. And so the products weren't really user friendly in that, mm. um, in that respect. But nowadays, it has become so much easier for, um, entrepreneurs to contribute to retirement funds. Contribute on an ad hoc basis, and uh, as in when they receive an income. Um, but it would all be dependent on how it is that you would budget your your lump sum that you are receiving um, and how you would then, um, you know, save for this retirement um, or in this retirement annuity, for, for argument's sake. Um, but a lot of the time, it would have to be, uh, you know, through this journey that you would take with your financial advisor. Who would try and then mm. um, ensure that you are try- you are saving enough? We know what the goal is. Um, we know how much you need to save in order to achieve that goal. Um, goal. So um, let let's take this one step at a time. And I think you know the the value that a financial advisor adds um, in that type of situation, particularly in that type of situation, is unparalleled.
0: Afropolitans, I'm talking to Faisal Khan, senior specialist legal marketing at Liberty, and we're talking about retirement funds and the changes that are going to take effect from Monday, the first of March this year. So, Faisal, the other the other change was dealing with immigration. You're talking about people cashing out. Basically, um, there's a big change here for those that do retire and are entitled to uh, to well, you know before we get to Monday, they were entitled to take their money and, you know, move overseas if they wanted to. Uh, that also is changing, right? Yeah, that's quite a massive change.
1: Mm. Now, I think that it's important to note which retirement funds that change affects, um, and that is a preservation funds, so your pension preservation fund or your profit and preservation funds, as well as retirement annuity funds. What, what is Remember, the difference... So, it's um, a preservation fund. is a is almost like a parking vehicle. Mm-hmm. So, where you have an employer fund, um, it's either a pension fund or a provident fund. If you resign from employment, um, or you are dismissed, um, or you take a sabbatical, whatever the case may be, um, and you resign from that uh, retirement fund, you need to park your money somewhere. Um, and so, if you don't take it as a withdrawal you can, the option is to preserve it in a preservation fund, which is also a retirement fund. And then at retirement age, you can retire from your preservation fund. Okay. So that's really what a preservation fund is. Okay. Um, when you are immigrating, when you're moving overseas, mm-hmm. um, it's easy to access your pension fund or your provident fund at your employer because you resign from employment. Um, upon resignation, you have the option to withdraw. And so you exercise that option to withdraw. Um, Thank you very much. You can take your money overseas. Okay? Now, when it's in a retirement annuity fund, it's not that simple. You can't access your retirement annuity fund before retirement age. The only time that you can do it is if you immigrate. But You've got to go through um, the formal immigration process through the South African Reserve Bank for exchange control purposes. The same applies to preservation funds where after you've already used your one withdrawal. So preservation funds you're allowed one withdrawal from. You can use that one withdrawal and you can immigrate with, by using that one withdrawal. But if you've already taken the one withdrawal, you are not allowed any access. Unless again, you have to formally immigrated.
0: And that how long does that right take, point. Pfizer? How long would you have to wait for for that whole process I mean, until you get the rest of your payout?
1: The formal immigration process um, would be through the, the, the South African Reserve Bank. It's through the exchange control uh, processes and it, I mean it can take anything up to a year I'd say uh, reasonably. Um, wow. it depends on how quickly you're submitting your documents and if, if if you have an immigration officer that's that's assisting you. I think it's you know there's there's a number of variables. But I mean I'd say you know reasonably speaking plus minus a year. For now for for the
0: for that six percent, for the six percent of people that actually have some sort of retirement savings. What happens to them come 1st of March? Do all of these rules now apply to them automatically?
1: I think um, I, the 6% is for people that can retire comfortably. So that, you know, that's only people that have, have saved sufficiently. Yeah. But I think there's a lot more people
0: that have saved it's just It just might not be sufficient. So for, and I'm not sure what the step is for that. Okay, so for anybody that holds a policy right now or some yep. sort of retirement savings, do all of these changes affect them from Monday?
1: Yeah, so um, in particular with, uh, in
0: respect of immigration, feature? Um, For all of it across the board. For all so of the basically changes. these okay. rules will come into play. So if somebody is ready to retire, say, on Friday... Will he, yeah. will will that person be affected by all of these rules come Monday? It so, takes a few days um, before you can get your payout.
1: Yeah, so people mm. that are in um, Provident funds
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, at this point,
0: they will be affected.
1: Okay, um, because that is that is the big change that is happening. That is the uh, you know any contributions made from the first of March onwards, um, that is going to be subject to a one-third, two-thirds split at retirement. Um, If you are over age 55, um, then, you know, there's not going to be a massive impact on that person Mm -hmm. unless they um, resign from the Providence Fund that they're part of and they join a new fund and retire from the new fund. Um, So age 55 and older, um, you're not really going to be affected. Um, But if you're under age 55 and you belong to a provident fund, then, you know, there is going to be some sort of an impact on you.
0: Okay. And then for those that, um, say, uh, want to resign in the next few days or next week, um, you know, whether you have a provident or um, a pension fund there, that usually gets given to you. And then you decide whether you want to reinvest it or move it somewhere else from that company. Um, yes. What happens to those people? It won't be able to be done that way anymore. No, no, mm-hmm. they, they they will
1: still have the same options available. Okay. Um So people that are um, part of a retirement fund at the moment, yeah. If they resign, they still have the options to preserve their benefits. Um, you know, or they have the options to withdraw their benefits. But just remember the, that withdrawing means that you're not going to be able to easily catch up. Um, if you do decide to withdraw, Um, but the option is still there. So, you know, that's not something for people to worry about Mm -hmm. at this point.
0: Faiza, it was such a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for giving us all that information about the new rules coming into play on Monday, the 1st of March. Faisa Khan, of course, is a senior specialist in legal marketing at Liberty. Uh, coming up next, we're talking to Rafilwe Mapizo Tahisi. And of course, she is the founder of the Shwe Shwe Kini. So stay tuned for that. It's coming up in a few secs. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.